welcome to my show, Career Startup Leadership Podcast, a podcast to spotlight purpose-driven Asian leaders making an impact. This is your host, Priyanka Komla, joining you on our 95th episode of Career Startup Leadership Podcast. Again, a big thank you to each one of you for your tremendous support and encouragement as we ace our 100th episode very soon this month. So if you're watching us on LinkedIn, do continue following me, Priyanka Komla, and the Career Startup Leadership Podcast page to receive your LinkedIn Live notifications. And if you're on YouTube, do hit the subscribe and like to help us understand how this podcast is helping you become a better version of yourself. With that, I have a very special guest with me today. All right, here you go. Priyanka Chaudhya, who's joining us from New Jersey. Hi, Priyanka. Welcome to the show. Hi, Priyanka. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. It's such a pleasure for me, Priyanka, and a pleasure which is multiplied because we share the same name. So Yes, absolutely. The best name. That's pretty cool. So to our listeners, this episode is about how, as a young entrepreneur who carries a tremendous legacy behind her, is shaping her own career path. Priyanka leads her own entrepreneur business as a jewel entrepreneur. She was raised in a family with roots in the jewelry industry, and she's the seventh generation carrying the business legacy forward. Now, if you go back to Priyanka's childhood. At the age of 13, she started traveling for trade shows with her family, where she was able to develop her network and studied at the Fashion Institute of Technology, where she was constantly surrounded by creativity, which is a must sought after skill. She further studied gem programs at the Gemological Institute of America in New York. Over these years, Priyanka has gained a tremendous amount of knowledge and experience in the industry, which combined with her motivation to expand the business led to the formation of her own company, D-Deco Jewels. She has a creative eye, definitely, and I'm here to unveil the Priyanka behind you know, all the wonderful things that she does and get to understand more about her entrepreneurial journey and help you think big in terms of how you can be an entrepreneur in your own way through some of the life lessons that Priyanka is going to share with us. Are you excited, Priyanka? Absolutely. Very excited. Thank you. And to our listeners, do drop in a quick hello and the country that you're tuning in from so we get a chance to acknowledge you as well. All right, Priyanka, I'm going to dive deep into who you are and the family business that you come from. So help us understand, how did you decide to join this humongous family with a legacy that comes along with it? So thank you for the great introduction. And as you can see that I was always around Gem since I was born, so it's pretty much always been in my blood. Um, So I was at a young age, I used to go into the office and help my dad prepare for his trade shows. And now when I was 13 in 2007, uh, we were having a trade show in New York. And so it was me and my parents and I decided to help them and go ahead at the show. So I went to the show and at the time I was very shy. I was always in my bubble. I was always afraid to leave my comfort zone. But then I realized that to finalize sales and to meet clients, I really have to put myself out there and make myself appear as very approachable. So I really was required to step out of my comfort zone, which at the time for me was a very big deal and something very new for me. So at the show, I was talking to people and I was trying to become friendly with them. Then I realized that at the show, I was able to make, um, I met a client and I was able to finalize a sale with her. It was a small amount, but it was such a great, great feeling because when I talked to her, I, I had to have her try on the earrings. I had pulled out a mirror for her. I made her feel very comfortable. And once the sale was done, I felt so, so satisfied. And it was so motivating that I felt like, wow, I cannot believe I just did this. I 
went out of my comfort zone and I completed a sale. So from there, that was my first initial time in 2007. Then from there, I started to uh, keep traveling to different cities, different places. I made my network. I grew my network since then. Then that really helped me grow my confidence. Then I went to college at FIT and I was always surrounded by all these creative people there. Then I saw the potential of the company and then I had a lot of ideas to grow it. So that's pretty much how where I fit in in my journey here. That sounds fabulous. And you know what? There are a lot of skills that we can learn, be it customer obsession, right? That's how all these yes. big brand carpet companies are focused on. So irrespective of the field that you choose, be it being a jeweler or be it you know, a startup of some other kind, these kinds of skills carry you through the, you know, through creating a legacy for yourself. But tell me this, Priyanka, was it easy? Because you've had these moments where you had to overcome a lot of uncertainty and fear about what you're trying to do with your life. Was it an easy decision to be an entrepreneur now that you can look back? The decision, the decision was easy. I would say it was easy, but working towards it was not. It required a lot of patience on my end, a lot of discipline. And I think the most important thing was that just work just never ends. It's not a nine to five job where I can lock up the office, come home and be like, okay, I'm done. I'm literally working seven days a week, 24 hours. And growing up, I had, I did a lot of internships. So that's actually where I realized that I'm actually not able to work under someone. <laughs> so it's better for me to be my own boss pretty much. But I was also, I did have a, a huge fear of failing. And I was, I have a lot of expectations and standards for myself. So I always have this constant struggle of, am, am I able to live up to my standards? And am I able to meet my expectations? You know, having expectations for yourself, it's one part of the story. But as a seventh generation jeweler, you are carrying a big legacy in terms of your family brand. Tell us about some of the things that were going at the back of your mind as you were carrying this legacy, but still trying to make a mark for yourself as a young entrepreneur? So that's actually a great question because I think the biggest struggle I had was um, a very big cultural struggle because, you know, as, um, as in our Indian culture, it's very common that men and sons carry on the family business and it's the norm. And me growing up in a large Indian community in New York and being a woman and a daughter at the time, it was very difficult um, for me to kind of explain to people what what is happening because a lot of people in society would be like, oh, work is so easy for you. Your dad is your boss. Do you even have to go into work every day? And that those comments would really, really make me feel so upset and really make me like very not confident. But then as I got older, I decided to really rise above everything and I became so confident. And now being a married woman, I'm able, I'm still able to carry on my father's business, which is actually a very rare thing. And I really hope to encourage many other daughters in this world that really, you know, it, it kind of breaks the norm, which is the most important thing. No, that's very true. And I hope your family is very proud of your success. And I see them being cheerleaders for you as part of your professional career. Absolutely. And that goes for my, my, uh, my parents, my brother and everyone, all my cousins and my in-laws as well. They're equally supportive. Hey, that's amazing to have a fraternity mm -hmm. of people who are behind you and 
have have your back. Now tell us this, uh, Priyanka, jewelry is such a luxurious brand, and especially in 2020 with the COVID pandemic, how are you managing to continue to thrive and managing the situation as well? So, yes, definitely. You know, before, I mean, we were all in 2020, we were all hit with all these questions, all these confusions, like what do we do, what's going to happen next, not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow. We were pretty much all living in fear in the beginning. And in terms of work, I think the most important thing that happened, I guess, which is a blessing in disguise, was that it really forced us to get out of our comfort zone. And so this was the time that now when I reflect, this was the year that I made sure that all my pending tasks, like all the clients and the companies that I wanted to call, everything that I wanted to get done, it was just, I have to make that call and act upon it now. So that really was one thing that I had to make sure I do. Then the other thing was um, networking. You know, you really have to make sure that you take advantage of all these webinars, seminars, anything you can to meet people and definitely grow on social media. Then I also started experimenting with um, inexpensive jewelry as well, because I, I, I appreciate jewelry so much. And I feel that just because there is a pandemic and there's a crisis, I still want everyone to appreciate jewelry, whether whichever the price range that's flexible for anyone. You know, those are ways in which you continue to appeal to people amidst these challenging times. Absolutely. With that, with that being said, I have a couple of live listeners who want to share some comments. So let's review them really quick. We have Mahima Lodha, who's joining us from India. Hi, Mahima. Welcome to the show. And we have some family here. Ria Chadia, who okay. says hello. Hey, Ria. We have Karthik Gulecha, who says good luck, Priyanka. And I'm going to take it two ways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. And then we have Ritu Jain, who's also giving us some cheers and positive vibes. Thank you all for joining us and do Absolutely. continue sharing your congratulatory messages and things that you like about Priyanka if you are part for her inner circle as well. All right, Priyanka. Thank you. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. So when you look back at your career journey, what are some three important tips that you can give to our listeners who want to become entrepreneurs themselves? Definitely. So the first one, as I mentioned, is to just keep hustling. Do not be afraid to make that call and just act upon things. Don't keep your checklist pending and just go for it. The second thing would be definitely to don't think what other people are going to think. Don't. I think that's the biggest reason that is a, a huge setback for many people and not just in businesses, for school or just life in general. Just don't be afraid to get judged because I think that's a huge reason for many, many setbacks for many people. And the third thing would be definitely to trust yourself, that not every day is going to be perfect or go as planned, but that's when you really have to just believe in yourself. I think those are my three biggest tips, definitely. I really like the fact that you shouldn't care too much about others' judgments and opinions, but it's Absolutely. something that's very hard, right? especially as Asians, as women. We have been accustomed to a certain culture where... You kind of have to listen to everybody's opinions. Yes. And I think, you know, I, because I went, to, um, I went to FIT, and that's when I realized that people are, the, the fashion sense and the style and everyone's way of speaking, like everyone did what they wanted to do. And that really helped me shape my personality because then I started to get less conscious about what I'm wearing or what I'm doing or what other people are thinking of me. And that combined with my experience in the family business, 
And being a woman, I really wanted to make sure that I um, do not let anything stop me. And I think this episode is a great way to continue to inspire a lot of young, budding women entrepreneurs, especially to Absolutely. find their own path. Yeah. All, all right. So Priyanka, tell me this. One thing that's very essential as a young entrepreneur is to have some competitive advantage, you know, something that differentiates you from the rest of the companies. As a jeweler, you know, it's such an intricate business. How do you differentiate yourself from your competitors out there? So I think the biggest uh, issue that the jewelry industry comes with is the issue with transparency. A lot of people are really worried that are they really get are they getting overcharged or are they really getting what they're seeing what's happening? So the biggest um, strength of our company is our focus on transparency. Is that what you see is what you get? We really make sure that the client is always going to be more than satisfied when they get their package that we send them multiple photos and videos throughout the entire process to make sure that there's no surprises. Oh, you didn't tell me this. You didn't tell me that. So that's one of the biggest things. Then second, we really focus a lot on customer service that even when some people just check out, we really make sure to give them a call and to make sure we add a more personal touch to the sale, not just it being very transactional. We want it to be like, we always make them sure that, okay, if they want, any tips or any any advice like we're always there as consultants too not just a shop that you can just buy from and another thing would be is that our goal has always been to be a one-stop jewelry shop that you know you can get something from beads to jewelry to loose stones to anything you want that you don't have to you can just even if someone wants to get a ring made they can do that of any price range that's always been our target to cater everyone possible. You know, that's very important in terms of making your customer feel that you're part of a family. It's not just a you know a commercial transaction, but more about something that you're buying for lifelong keeping. Yes, absolutely. And because it's a very emotional purchase and we don't want to just make it, you know, like, okay, you just check out and we send the box. And we, we don't we don't like that because especially since online buying is so new, especially in the pandemic, we really want to make sure that you know we 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 go that extra step to make sure that we give everyone the personal touch as much as we can. Now the next thing that comes to my mind, you know, as fellow millennials, uh, you know, we should say, how do you uh, continue to appeal to the younger generation? Because our parents grew with a very different perspective on jewelry, you know, jewelry. saving that for future. But our generation has made a shift in terms of how we look at materialistic possessions, right? So tell us more about how do you how do you keep it more appealing? Absolutely. And this is definitely a huge struggle that we were uh, figuring out during the pandemic as well. I think the biggest thing that I've realized is to really educate the consumer that, you know, you, you really understand that you should treat jewelry as an investment and then explain the emotional value of the piece. That, you know, you can, it's a, it's a part of you that you can pass down to your great grandchildren. And it's going to be a, a piece that they're going to treasure for ages. And definitely social media, I've been growing my Instagram to make sure that I educate the consumer and really show them behind the scenes of what's going on. Because I think our generation really, really appreciates knowing what, how, what the process is to get something made. And also during the pandemic, I connected with a lot of friends and family. And I really got to understand what they want in jewelry. What are the things they like and they don't like? And I tried to really 
mold my uh, business approach accordingly. Really, if someone was like, oh, this should be added, I really made it a point to focus, okay, let's, let's, try, to do, let's try to do this. Let's try to add this on to the company. That's awesome. Can you share the Instagram yes. handle with, the, with our listeners so they can get a chance to check it out as well? Sure, yes. Please follow me at, it's at Dedeco Jewels by Priyanka. So that's D-D-E-C-O-J-E-W-E-L-S by Priyanka. That's awesome, man. I had a chance to, you know, skim through your Instagram channel and I was really impressed with the collection that you have and, you know, some of the, the making process as well. So thanks for enlightening a lot of us on what jewelry actually means to us so we can define it in our own way. Yes, absolutely. And that's the best part. You know, you should always have the flexibility to make your and make your own piece. So we really, when it comes to custom jewelry, it's really important that not everyone is going to like what I like or what you like. Everyone has their own taste. So that's why we really are very firm with if someone wants to change something, they're more than they're more than welcome to. So we like to really walk everyone through the process of building their own piece of jewelry that means a lot to them. You know, that's very true. And this is something that we can, you know, take as a, you know, a key takeaway, no matter the kind of business or the kind of, uh, you know, challenge that we, that we are facing. It's to define what we like in our very own way. Yes, absolutely. It really, it's, it's really important to express yourself. And that's the most important thing. That's fabulous. So tell us this, Priyanka, what's an accomplishment that you're really proud of as a successful jeweler and an entrepreneur yourself? Definitely. I'm, I'm very, very proud of, I would say that I was able to form my own company. And I think that's the biggest thing for me that I'm able to do the buying and the selling and the marketing, everything myself too, with of course, a lot of help and support, but it's, I can make my own decisions. So I would say forming a company definitely would be my biggest accomplishment. And the, my, for my family, I would say that I'm so lucky to have such a great family once again, my in-laws, my friends, everyone who are so supportive with everything because they keep telling me that I have a lot of potential and that I, that I have all this determination with me that I just keep, they help me keep growing day by day with all these ideas. And my in-laws are actually doctors. So they're, so they're very new and jewelry is very new to them. And so it's great because it really helps me be more creative every day by having all these productive conversations with them. So I get to learn a lot. That's amazing. You know, as, yeah. as they say, you need a village to raise a kid, right? Similarly, you need absolutely. a village to, to help an entrepreneur succeed in her own way. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's amazing. So tell us this, uh, Priyanka, you've had a very successful career and, you know, a supportive family. But how do you handle low moments? Do you have any? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I would say pretty much every day, honestly, because... I think if you don't have low moments, I don't think you can appreciate the good moments, to be honest. But I think the biggest thing for me, um, I actually have a whole system of how I handle low moments. Definitely my first bet is to call my family, anyone in the family. I have, everyone has their own expertise, so I always know who to call. Um, for me, it really helps me to share my thoughts vocally. So that really helps a lot. Um, then also, I love to write. So I really like to just self-reflect and that I really think about, okay, maybe this I can do better. What was the cause? I really like to dig deep into the issue. 
So when I write, I really get to get my, my true thoughts out that maybe I'm not even able to share with anyone else. Um, what else? I would say food. Hey, why <laughs> food. not? Yeah. It is Super Eating. Bowl. It's Super Bowl time. So tell us a little oh, bit more absolutely. about that. I know you had oh. a party yesterday. <laughs> yes, yes. We had a very COVID special party. So very limited people, very social distance and everything. But um, we, we had a lot of food. We had a lot of pizza and everything, which is great. <laughs> so, you know, it's always, food is always the best stress reliever. And then I think my favorite activity is uh, working out. So exercising, definitely, I think that it can solve anything. And it's actually your personal time. So that's the best, that's the best way to handle any form of stress, I feel. That's very true, especially in this pandemic, right? Self-care, focusing on your fitness, meditation, whatever that 15, 20 minutes of your me time really helps absolutely. set the intention for the day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's great because, you know, you eat the food and then you burn it off. So it works out. <laughs> I know. Yep. Yeah. All right. So we have a couple of live listeners who shared some comments. We have Shweta who says, keep it up, Priyanka. And then we have okay. Vedant Loda as well, who's giving us a lot of positive vibes. Thank you, Vedant. We have a fun Thank rapid so fire round. everyone. Yeah. You amazing lineup of listeners over here who are sending a lot of great energy to support a budding entrepreneur. Yeah. Oh, Thank you so much, everyone. We have a fun rapid fire on for you. Are you ready for it? Yes, I'm ready. So you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the following and in one word, who's hmm. your role model? My father. What does happiness mean to you, Priyanka? Happiness, satisfaction. How do you define success? It's going to be more than one word. Go for it. <laughs> I would say... I would say um, success is defined by leaving a mark on people's lives. That's very true. What is one fun thing about Priyanka that's exclusive to our podcast listeners? Oh my goodness. Um, fun thing about me. Um, I say, I, I think I, I get a thrill from challenges when I, when I'm in really difficult situations, I think that really gives me a thrill, but I guess, uh, for example, I mean, I guess the most exciting thing was I was um, in Antarctica and I kayaked there near a whale. And I don't even know how to swim. Wow. <laughs> so that was definitely, I think just knowing that how difficult it was definitely got me really excited. That sounds like a bucket list adventure. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. So the last question that we have for you on our rapid fire round, what is your native language and one word to describe Priyanka in her native language? I'm excited because I'm going to learn a little bit more about my name as well. Oh, um, so my native language is Hindi. And I believe Priyanka means someone who is friendly, or I would like to think that that's what it means. I feel like in our names, we can just make up our own definitions, like a princess. I know. Princess, lovely. You know, princess, lovely. Great ways to pump ourselves with yes. the same names. Absolutely, absolutely. This is great, Priyanka. I'm so glad we had a yes. chance to talk to you about your entrepreneurial journey you know, how you're pivoting amidst the challenging times with pandemic, especially being in a luxury business like jewelry, and as well as getting to know a little bit about the fun side of Priyanka as well. So thank you. And I'm super honored to have you on the show. Do you have any parting thoughts for our listeners? Oh, yes, Priyanka, it was a pleasure to be on your podcast. And it was a pleasure to meet you and to be a part of your network. And um, especially during the pandemic. I mean, this is such a great thing you've started during the pandemic. I mean, how great is it that we're miles and miles apart, and we're able to connect? 
And so everyone, please make sure you subscribe and listen to Priyanka's podcast. Thank you so much, Priyanka. And I'm super honored when, when, you, when you share the real authentic self uh, side of yours as an entrepreneur, you know, apart from the glitz and glamour, what it takes to be where you are today. I think that's the hardest part about the journey. So thank you so much. Absolutely. And to our listeners on this 95th episode of Career Startup Leadership Podcast with the Joel entrepreneur Priyanka Chaudhia, one key takeaway that I want to leave you is creating a community of people who will root for you. I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned through getting to know Priyanka, be it as an entrepreneur, be it as a human being, and especially in these challenging times, creating that sense of oneness by knowing you can always connect with people and get to learn from each other. So thank you so much again, Priyanka. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Priyanka. Awesome. And to our live listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and for all the wonderful comments and the cheers to us, both the Priyankas is how we are taking it. <laughs> and do remember to subscribe to us. So if you're watching this on YouTube, do give us a like and leave a comment, hit the subscribe. And if you're watching this on LinkedIn, do follow me, Priyanka Komla, and a Career Startup Leadership Podcast page to receive our LinkedIn live notifications. Tomorrow on the 96th episode, we have an amazing kid entrepreneur, Namya Joshi, who won India's highest civilian award. So stay tuned for that episode that's going to come up tomorrow at noon Eastern. Until another episode, this is your host, Priyanka Komna, signing off from Career Startup Leadership Podcast, a podcast to spotlight purpose-driven nation leaders making an impact. If you're hearing this on a podcast streaming platform, do give us a subscribe and like. I'll meet you tomorrow again. Thank you so much, Priyanka. And thanks, Thank everyone. Thank you so much.